0: Welcome to Whom, an Australian podcast focused on bringing creative names to light. At Whom, we ask the real questions.
1: That would inform what question you would ask everyone, right? I was just thinking, like, do you like cheese? <laughs> we also make sure we touch on the real issues. Get away with anything if you've got enough money, enough rock. Yeah, hey, what's currency to them? How many hairs you got in your mane? One more hairs in my mane. <laughs> but one thing's for sure... Our guests promise to open up and tell you stories all about themselves that will
0: send you on an emotional rollercoaster.
2: I find it really interesting to see people that I look up to on social media. And then you can kind of get an idea of who they are, but when they just kind of speak and they explain like all their like background and their stories that you haven't heard before, it just makes them seem like more of a human. Yeah. So yeah, I think it'd just be good for people to kind of get a different side of me and no experience is always great.
0: So that's sort of our goal here. Hey, we want to we don't want to ask the normal questions to celebrities mm. and people who are up and coming in the theatre and film industry. We want, we want to get to know their backstory yeah. and things that may not necessarily be told to people Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's sort of our goal here. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we want to start off with, I guess, you're 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell us a bit about your upbringing. Were you born and, and raised in Brisbane?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so I've lived in Brisbane my whole life, but I've traveled heaps because my dad's American.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, which, very lucky, like Hawaii and LA, so very grateful for that. But Yeah, I've always lived in Brisbane. Um, I've danced my whole life, 13 years in all styles, but ballet was always my favorite, kind of a thing Like I excelled at. Um, and yeah, I just, I went to regular school until like grade seven and then started homeschooling and I actually like just graduated, like it was my last day of school yesterday, which is weird and I'll be 18 soon. Um, but yeah, I've always, I've done sports, basketball, like track and field, I did high jump, um, cause I'm very tall, <laughs> so I kind of just, you know, went for it. Um, but yeah, just did a lot of things when I was younger to just kind of try and see what I'd be interested in and then acting kind of came up out of nowhere, and it's what I've stuck with and loved. Cool. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so how long have you been acting for now?
2: I've been acting since maybe eight, like t- close to ten years. Um, but yeah, I, 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 was like I was at my dance school, and there was this casting director sort of, and she was coming around looking for someone who looked like the younger version of someone in a movie, and I looked like the younger version. Um, and so I got it and I was kind of unsure because I'd never done anything like it before and had never even wanted to, but I got there and I just like had the best time ever. And I cried when it was over and like begged my mom to get me an agent. Um, and she did. And. I've had the same agent ever since and just kind of kept the ball rolling, which was
1: really cool. Awesome. Yeah. It's the
0: same agent as our previous guest, actually. So oh, really? Matt Domingo mm-hmm. who was our previous guest, and I said, we've got Savannah coming up next, and he goes, oh, yeah, she has the same agent that I do. Oh, so, right. oh there you go. Yeah. So, yeah name yeah. drop, name drop. Name
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. How, how old were you when you first decided... Or was that your first time ever that you thought, yeah, I want to be, I want to be a performer?
2: Um, well, yeah, I, I think, like, it kind of comes with dancing, that really, like, performative kind of thing and that love for just, like, being on stage and telling a story. Uh, but, yeah, I'd never, until that first experience where I kind of got approached for that, I'd never even thought, like, oh, like, acting. I mean, you watch, like, Disney Channel when you grow up and you're like, oh, that'd be fun. But you never really think, like, you'll do it. Um, so yeah, it kind of just came out of nowhere when I was around eight or nine, and just like stuck with it, I guess. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> do,
1: you like, do you like dancing more or acting?
2: Uh, I don't dance anymore. Oh. So I mean, acting is like there's nothing that I feel as passionately about as acting. Like that's the thing for me. And I did love dancing for a long time, but I kind of just outgrew it and. The dance world is actually like very toxic like there's a lot of um just things that i guess you wouldn't expect so it kind of gets to a stage where you're either going to be a professional or you have to kind of let it go so i'm kind of choosing to go with the acting round
0: break down a bit on the toxicity so what what i guess made it toxic
2: yeah i mean i so my studio that i grew up at was incredible but you kind of, when you get to like, um, branching out and trying to, um, you know, join like professional ballet schools or doing um, scholarship classes and stuff, I encountered a lot of teachers that were just, um, you know, like I was like 10 years old and they were commenting on like people's bodies and like how much you eat and it was just like shocking. And I remember like, I'd have panic attacks at like 10, being like so scared to go into that class and like see that teacher and like what she was gonna say. And I mean, I stopped dancing when I was around 15. So I I still stayed with it. But it just like really gets to you after a while. Um, And just like some of the girls as well. It's very competitive. And you don't really blame them because you know, everyone's just trying to kind of succeed and make it but Yeah, it's just after a while, it's it's too much and it's not really what I felt like was right for me. So I just kind of had to let it go. But I'll always love it. Like, I'd love to do like a dance film, I think, like Mm -hmm. playing a dance or like some sort of like musical thing. I think that'd be incredible. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We have heard a bit about um, the the struggles of of dance life in a a few of our episodes, Mm -hmm. uh, especially ballet.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: But you said ballet was your favorite when you were dancing. It was.
2: I mean, I had an incredible ballet teacher and, and she sometimes feels like a grandmother to me because I just spent so much time with her and all my friends, that was like the class we just loved. Like we loved going to ballet and, um, you know, going on point, it's just like so special and going to see the ballet, something about it was just always like what I looked forward to the most. And, um. I just felt so creative every time I was doing ballet and it's, you're never going to be perfect at it, but just having something to constantly work at was really exciting. I remember. I mean,
0: coming in here with this much experience and then saying that you're 17 years old is (laughs) almost unheard of, (laughs) uh, especially with the roles that you've had already, which we're Mm -hmm. going to bring up a little bit later on. Um, But I guess ballet did that and the criticism and toxicity through dancing did that have an impact on I guess your mental health and your self-image
2: oh 100% I mean ballet and, and dance it's literally you from I mean I don't even know how young I was maybe three or four like until I was 15 just staring in a mirror like telling myself what could be better what could be like less what could be you know and it's just like you don't even realize when you're in it but after it it's just like that was not good for me and that it, it's it's so incredibly toxic and I feel sad like actually when I think about like little me and I don't know yeah I, I do think that's had a bit of an effect on me but I'm so grateful that I've um you know I can still look back on dance and have it be a good thing but yeah it definitely is like something that stays with me a bit and um I'm working on now and I'm glad to be sort of distanced from that world yeah um so yeah yeah <laughs> oh
1: yeah so you're a big lover of music as well yes um, oh
2: my goodness
1: you've said um that you love trying to play the guitar
2: <laughs> I do I mean so my my granddad he made guitars and when I was maybe 10 he made me this like pink sparkly guitar and I like it had to be pink and sparkly like I told him and um I try to play it like I'll look up little tutorials but I don't think that's ever gonna be uh calling in my life what I'm meant to do but it's fun to try new things and like hear songs that I like and then be like, Oh, I wonder if I could play it and then realise that I probably can't and just, you know, <laughs> have a go at it. Um so yeah, I'm trying, but we'll see. It's always fun.
0: <laughs> so you said you've been homeschooled. Um yeah. was that until even now or are you
2: Um well it's distance education, so I technically do have teachers, but yeah, it's all at home, it's all online. Um, and yeah, I, I finished out like all my schooling just being distance education, which was good. And sometimes I get like FOMO, seeing all my friends doing, you know, like the the formal's and stuff. But I realized I wouldn't be able to do everything I'm doing with acting and kind of my career side. I wouldn't be able to focus on it um, at all if I was going to school. So
0: yeah, yeah. So that's another first, I guess, for us, is having someone who, I mean, has gone to that extent to pursue your acting mm-hmm. career to the point where you needed to. Do school at home. Yeah. So what are your hours like? Like, what's your typical day at school? Well, what was it?
2: Um, I mean, it really depends on, you know, if you have assessments coming up. But I, I feel really grateful because the school I was with is very, like, flexible. Um, yeah, you kind of just do it, you know, whatever hours of the day that you can. And as long as you're getting all the work done, um, then they're fine with it. Because when I'm on set and, and filming, I can't, like... They do have scheduled classes, but obviously, if I'm filming, I can't be there for those Zoom classes or for whatever. Um, So they were really good with just letting me, you know, just get your work done, and if you have questions, ask us. But yeah, it was it was great and exactly what I needed to be able to be flexible enough to film stuff and and get an education, (laughs) which is good.
0: (laughs) So you, I'm I'm assuming you would have done what like drama at school as well, even at home school. Is that a thing?
2: Um. No, I did. I did film and television. Yeah, which was good. One of my favorites. And we just like made short films and stuff. But when I was younger, um, and like in primary school, we did drama and like music, and those were always my favorite. I just love the creative kind of subjects at school. Yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Um, let's talk a bit about uh, your first short film um, you did when you were eight.
2: Yes. I okay. It was a dance film and it was interesting because it was silent like there was no i believe there was like no talking and it was all just music and um it was like all the feeling was communicated through dancing and it was perfect for me because yeah i was a dancer and um that was just like immediately i was like wow like this is special this is something that is like right for me and I loved it, and we'd film until like three a.m. And I was just like bouncing off the walls, just like so happy to be there. And um, yeah, when it was over, I just like, I just knew like that was right, and I was so sad, and I couldn't wait like asking mum like, when am I gonna do another one? Like all this stuff. Like, can I get an agent? Um, But yeah, yeah, it was. At eight years
0: old, you asking?
2: Oh yeah, (laughs) I was like persistent. I was like bugging her about it like every day, and yeah, I finally got like my agent, and I was just like. so happy to start auditioning and I just knew it was right like the first day I was on that set and I just like the cameras and the energy of everyone and I had such a good first experience which I'm grateful for um because it set me up to just love what I'm doing right now cool yeah and you've
0: had (laughs) the same agent for nine years
2: yeah yeah she's been great like all the jobs I've got have been with her and um very supportive my my manager as well like I, I joined with him recently but it's good to just have like a support system that's really there for you. And it feels like a family. I mean, I've been with Charmaine for such a long time and she, yeah, she feels like an auntie or someone who's just like really there for you. And it's that's great. Like, it's so important to have that in an industry that can be so, um, harsh.
1: <laughs> Would you say, uh, your first experience was your best experience, um, in film? Or um, what's your, what do you look back on with the most fondness?
2: That's so hard. I mean,
1: hitting you with the difficult. Question.
2: Yeah, I know. Every, <laughs> um, every experience has been like incredible. Like I can't stop smiling thinking about it. But um, yeah, they're just all different. I wouldn't say like it was my favorite. I'd probably one of my later ones would be my favorite, just because you know I'm older and I can kind of take it in more. Like I remember little glimpses of when I was younger, but. Um, yeah, probably one of like the recent shows I've done have been one of my favorites. And it's just like when you, as you grow up, you start to realize like, this is a possibility and like, it's something that's actually coming into fruition. All these like years of work and like auditions are actually coming true. Yeah.
0: So a big thing about, I guess, um, growing up in the creative industry at your age would have been your, your parents, Mm -hmm. I guess. How have they, how do you feel that they've supported you towards your dreams?
2: Oh my, I have the best parents and they have, like, never, I've never wanted to do something and they've never told me, like, I couldn't, you know, like, I've never felt, um, held back or, like, not supported in any way. Um, my mom, like, she would wake up at 5am and look for auditions and she, I've done every single self-tape, like, self-tape, which is an audition that you do, like, over the phone, um, with my mom, you know, and she, like, will help me with my lines and give me advice and... You know, when I get callbacks, you know, the first thing I do is call my dad and like tell him, like, oh my gosh, I got like, you know, whatever I, um, you know, whatever news I have to tell him And they're just always so excited and just happy for me. And it's the best feeling to just like feel so loved and supported in what you're doing. That's really
0: yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a big toll, a huge toll. Mm-hmm. We've got, and it's someone who I guess um, would have been in your situation when she was eight, but she's mm-hmm. only. I think that's four years ago for her now, so she's still really young, Mm -hmm. but her mum every day is applying her for things, sending her off to auditions. She's pretty much her own agent at this point. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Every new day, she's in the TV commercial or a show, Mm -hmm. so uh, I can see how parental support really is going to be vital to your success at the moment. Yeah. Now that you've, I guess, you've been in a top number one ranked show on
2: Netflix,
0: (laughs) Uh, if that speaks volumes yeah. that's crazy but mm-hmm. we'll, that's more of your more recent time so we'll get to that soon um, when did you notice or I guess when was your first experience of rejection and how, how did you I guess how did that take a toll on you and how did you feel
2: um, I really don't like, I, I can't even remember the first time I must have been so young and um when I was younger actually it was it's interesting because when I was younger I, I pretty much booked like all the auditions for like commercials and stuff I went to I pretty much booked all of them because like when you're in that kind of you know stage where you're like young and whatever it's like I feel like it's easier to book things but it was probably when I was around 12 or 13 where I really just started like getting like no 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 all the time and that was just I remember like just wanting to be like, what is the point? Like, I wanted to quit. Like, I didn't want to do it anymore. I was, like, for, like, years, like, just got told no. Like, I didn't get anything. And that was really hard. And I remember, like, just talking to mom and just being, like, I don't think I can do it. Like, I'm not getting anything. Like, maybe this isn't right for me anymore. Um, And she kind of just, like, looked at me and she was, like, if you really want this, like, you have to stick it out. Like, it's hard right now. But, and I'm, I'm so glad I did because if I would have stopped then, I wouldn't have been doing anything. And it just took, like, those few more auditions and then, You finally start to like pick up momentum and and get things and but yeah that was really really hard for me to just be like i'm not getting anything like this isn't right anymore um that was a hard realization to come to especially loving it so much but kind of pushing past that i'm glad that i glad i didn't give up and now i'm here
1: (laughs) yeah so you you probably give some advice along that lines to anyone who's um in a similar situation to yourself if you feel like you're 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 not getting anything just just to stick it out
2: Mm -hmm. yeah there's always going to be rough patches and there's always going to be you know times where you question if this is even right or if it's you know what you want but if if you've ever had that feeling that like it is right even for a moment then I think you should just like stay and it'll be that one more audition that you do like you want to quit and you just do one more and that's probably the one that you know you'll get and will like set you off and um, so yeah, just stick with it and no matter how hard it seems in the moment um, it'll probably work out for you.
0: <laughs> so you're in a short film uh, you've been in several short films mm-hmm. uh, and Here There Be Monsters. Yes. <laughs> now, I, I was going to say what is it about but I'm assuming monsters.
2: Yeah, it's it's actually interesting. I I still, to this day, I'm not too sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> because it, it, it's like a... I think it's like a metaphor, it's like a manifestation of this girl's sort of, like, I believe it's like an, uh, like an anxiety and, and a depression and um, all, these, all these feelings um, revolving around this bullying that she's kind of faced with um, at school and it's kind of manifested into this real life monster that she has to face. Yeah. Um, and I, I was really young when I did that and um, once again that film had no dialogue, Right. Um, and it's actually really, really difficult to portray a whole story and all these emotions and you can't say anything. You just have to use your face and you have to cry and you have to scream. And, like, um, the director on that, Drew, he's incredible. And he really, really pushed me um, to just, like, reach those, like, crazy levels of, like, emotion that you don't feel very often in your life. Um, and, I've, you know, I won a lot of awards for that. And that was, like, that was my first, like, serious... Um, you know, where I had to really push myself to yeah. be able to do those emotions and, and feel all of that. Um, and it was an incredible experience and I'm still so proud of it to this day. Like <laughs> even though I was so young, it just feels like, yeah, like I'm, I'm proud that I did that.
0: Would that be the first time you've really learned to focus your facial expressions into something?
2: Yeah. Like I, I, I learned so much from that and I still carry lessons that I learned on that set, um, you know, into jobs with me now. And, yeah it was just like I had to go so far out of my comfort zone to be able to you know like it was crazy and I was so young and I'd never felt any of the emotions that this character had felt at least to that extent um so yeah being able to to kind of go there was like shocking I felt like like oh my god like I can't believe like I can scream like that or like you know cry like that um yeah it was it was really cool and yeah, just like a, a surreal experience to kind of see it all come together as well. It was great.
1: Yeah, accessing all of those deeper emotions is definitely a, a struggle for, for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. and um, Especially if you do it continuously for a very long time. Exhausting. Quite, yeah, exhausting definitely and, and sometimes quite harmful as well. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have uh, a specific coping mechanism or, or like a happy place to go to after a, after a really emotional take?
2: Um, I mean, it's funny, like I haven't done anything that intense really since then, but I'm, I'm really good at sort of just separating, you know, that's just a scene. Mm. And although I do think of real life experiences that kind of get me into that, um, you know, moment, like, like moments in real life where I have felt like that. And I kind of have to bring that out, but I'm, I, I don't know. I'm pretty good at just kind of being like, all right, that was just a scene and it doesn't really, um rattle me too much and I think like when I do my auditions I also just have my mum there so it's good to just see like hi mum after and just like feel fine and yeah yeah, just just, like snap out of it it and and know that it's just a scene and it's just acting um but yeah I I know a lot of actors who they like method act and they stay in that place and I mean I I, like I don't know how I'd go if I had to do a role like that because that would be like you know very taxing on on your mind and to stay in that
1: I definitely feel like compartmentalization is very important Um, yeah there's a lot of people who can do method acting well but um, there's also a lot of people who um, yeah really suffer from it Mm -hmm. and then a lot of people who do it really well but still suffer from it yeah Um, so yeah
0: we recently had a show i've just been working at the theater here in milton Mm -hmm. actually just on park road And they've had a show about domestic violence for the past four weeks. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's been about 20 shows and all (laughs) of it is high energy, aggression, screaming, yelling. You know, it's you can see now working there from start to the finish, Mm -hmm. how taxing it actually is on someone's emotions and energy.
2: Mm, I Uh, feel like even just watching a show like that once would be like... Yeah, we've
0: had people leave in tears we've had people, it's all about it's called The Boys Mm -hmm. and it's about, uh, it's a true story about uh, a girl that was murdered uh, by three boys um, and the leading up to that so it's all the leading up to that murder about how the boys kept getting more and more aggressive Mm -hmm. but it's based on the women's side of it, so how their partners felt and how their partners had to deal with it all Mm -hmm. and all the domestic violence they received um, right. So it's a very confrontational show, mm-hmm. but doing it twenty times just—I
2: can't even imagine that.
1: Yeah,
2: that's like wild. That's like sort of when you're doing a take in a, you know, and and you have to get that one scene because usually the most emotional scenes are the most you know vital for a story to be carried along. Mm. Um, so being in that headspace for so long, you know, but you always have people checking up on you, like, are you okay, like um and you know making sure that you are like fine but it is hard to just like yeah I guess like snap out of it and just be like and like at the end of the day kind of come home and let it go and just leave it in the workplace yeah so you
0: think you've had good intimacy coaches and and that type of stuff throughout
2: yeah I my first experience with <laughs> it sorry with the intimacy coach was I had to do um a kissing scene on surviving summer and she was great. She just, um, you know, like, it was like a dance. She kind of, like, choreographed and, like, you can put your hand here and, like, here. And um, I, I didn't expect that because I, I'd i done a film before and we didn't have that. Um, but, yeah, like, it was it was cool to kind of see the way that works and I realised, like, it is really important yep. to have that because there's so many instances on sets where people feel uncomfortable and, like, that wasn't meant to happen and they didn't want to be, you know in that position or whatever and it's just um i felt glad to have that and someone to talk to if i was like hey i don't feel comfortable um so yeah it's important to have an intimacy coach and i had a great one so yes (laughs) yeah
1: yeah so um let's talk about surviving summer surviving
0: summer (laughs) number one show on netflix and then remained in the top 10 for six months wow six months you probably didn't open Netflix every day and be like, am I still
2: number one? No, I wasn't. No. <laughs> I just, yeah, that was all like, I mean, you kind of always hope that it's going to be something big, but like, I don't know. I, I just remember the feeling like I would just come off Bosch and rocket actually, which just came out as well. But my mom kind of came in and she told me that like I got it. And I just like, just, like I just cried. I just screamed and cried, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna be on Netflix!" Like, it was all surreal, and the filming was great. But yeah, seeing like, and and then this that was like the first things I got recognized for, like walking down the street. I remember I was with my friends, and someone's like, "Are you on Surviving somewhere And I was like, "Yeah." And then they like asked <laughs> me a photo. I felt like I was fainting over them. I was like, "Me? Like in front of me?" um So yeah, very surreal, and I've never had an experience like that. Um, being on a show that large, it was like wild. I still can't even process it. I yeah,
1: think
0: i like, well, So uh, tell us leading up, so where did you see it? Where did you apply? Like when, when was this, when did this all start happening?
2: Well, I was actually in Byron and I was still filming um, Bosch and Rocket and I'd got an audition for it, but I saw like, it said, you have to surf. And I was like, oh, well I can't surf. Um, and so we kind of pushed it away. And then we got another like request for it and they were like oh they still want you to audition and I was like okay and so I did the audition and it was like in a rush cuz we were like it was like the last day we were in barn and we were moving out of the house and the cleaners were coming and it was like this big rush and we kind of just did it a few times and we were like all right like just send it in and yeah I did the audition and then I got a a Zoom call with the director Ben and It's a great name. It is a great name, you guys don't know. Oh yeah, oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, and then yeah, like I I did a few Zoom calls and I remember just like waiting, and it was just like I hadn't heard anything and I was like, oh blew it. I think it was like a month. And just like silence, and I was like
0: I would have written it off at
2: that point. I yeah. Think, yeah, at that point I had, and I remember it was it was New Year's Eve, and I was just standing in my room. Like I remember the song I was listening to, and I just was standing there, and like Mum comes in, and she's got my agent on the phone, and she's like, "You got Bodhi," and I was like, "What?" Because <laughs> I had just like written it off. I was like, uh, "Yeah, it wasn't even a possibility yeah. in my brain that I would get that role." Um, so when it happened, it was just like a blur, and it was on New Year's. It was like the best. I was just so grateful. Um, yeah, crazy experience for me.
1: New Year's resolution. Oh yeah, I was like,
2: <laughs> and we were going into it like a few, like in a few months. It's like the most relieving feeling to know that you've booked a role. Yeah. Like it's like like I can breathe for a second, know that like you know I've got something to work on. Um, and that was incredible.
0: And does I guess having roles like that stop you from taking other roles when you've got something as serious as a, a long show on Netflix coming up?
2: Um yeah I mean obviously you can't like audition for things that are filming during that but we filmed that for like four months so you have pretty much the rest of the year to do whatever you want and you like you know when it's filming so I feel like it didn't really stop me like I've filmed other things um you know after that and uh yeah you you know like when it's filming so you kind of just audition for things around that and and you have to just make the most of it like you just audition for everything you can really yeah
0: how old was your character in surviving summer
2: um i believe our kind of group of kids were around 15 yeah wow yeah so it was the age i was i was like 16 on the show um when, when i was filming oh my god i was i was 16 um and so, yeah, it felt very, um, like, right and just natural and the things that the characters were going.
0: love <laughs> like cats. I love, cat. cats. I love yeah. cats. This is heaven. Mufasa's made an appearance. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, all the things that these characters were experiencing were...
1: Ben is no longer part of the uh, podcast. He's, he's been now, taken over. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we have a new star
1: We have some technical difficulties
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm in love, I'm really in love Yeah,
0: that's Mufasa, he's the uh, he's the anxious one You can so. really take over if Whoa. you want he got right, something Edward. to say Come on. alright My gosh <laughs> You just gonna lay there? Yeah. Oh, just hang out yeah, right No, no <laughs>
2: just the things
1: we have to deal with
2: I'm more than happy to deal with this this is incredible (laughs) I want a cat so bad anyway um, but yeah all the things that these characters were experiencing were
1: (laughs) 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 I uh... Fasa come on (laughs) buddy what are you doing come on buddy let's let's get you down
2: oh my god this is too (laughs) good this is really too good
0: Nope, nope he's not wanting to leave Good
2: on. There you go.
0: All right. Good cat. And we're back.
2: <laughs> I don't even know what the question was anymore. <laughs> I'm just like so in love with this cat right now.
1: We ask the question. Oh. What was it? Uh, it was... Um, oh. We were talking about uh, how old your character was. And oh, yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, and I feel like actually Bodhi is probably the character I relate to the most in my life. Because um, mm. we just... Being kind of that same age um, and... I just felt like when I was playing her I was also experiencing a lot of the things that she was like at the same time and that was really like weird and I'd read scripts and I'd be like like this is happening in my life or I'd, I'd feel like the same way she's feeling like she um she feels a lot of imposter syndrome yeah and how she doesn't um, you know she, she thinks that she doesn't deserve all the things that are happening to her and she doesn't feel like it's real and she's like oh like all this is going to go away like people are going to find out that I can't actually do this like I'm not actually a good surfer and I have always felt like that like I used to tell my mom that like oh I'm not actually a good dancer like I'm just pretending to be um which is it's so weird like how your brain works but yeah I have felt like that with acting too and like I'm not sure I deserved the opportunity that I was getting um so it was really really cool to kind of represent that and be that kind of character for people to like look at on tv and be like oh i feel like that because that's how i felt being yourself
1: Mm. i yeah i really did
2: did it
0: make the role easier for you to step yeah Yeah. i mean we
2: were all our characters like nobody else could have played all the characters we were all just so similar and even when you were offset it just felt like the same yeah um so yeah i was i was really glad to play Bodhi and she came very naturally to me because
0: the reason i asked why like what the age group was mm-hmm. is because of course of your height yeah. you'd assume that you'd be cast as a, a lot of adults mm-hmm. in your in your so i guess the the person you were cast up against mm-hmm. were they also around 17
2: um yeah the boy okay well the boys are um in their 20s yeah and um me lil and sky where we were all 17 i mean 16 yeah yeah we were 16 um and so yeah we were, we all felt like similar to our characters ages and even the boys they kind of you know were like <laughs> like 17 year old boys sometimes <laughs> um so yeah no it was good and it all felt very natural um but yeah my height has always been a thing that can sometimes be like a make or break thing and you know the other girls are very short and I was like oh like I wonder how yeah. that's gonna work but I mean, I actually am 17 and I am this tall, so, you yeah. know, it's real. I'm not, like, pretending. Um, so, yeah, I think it's good to kind of have that and show that, um,
0: yeah. And surfing, <laughs> surfing shows are, art. like, surfers are surfers, predominantly, yeah. like, taller people, right? <laughs> like, yeah. So, I guess, yeah, it's cool that they... Were they looking for a tall person or were they, like, you just fit the bill and then they saw your height. They're like, yeah, we can deal with the height. I
2: don't even know. Um, yeah, I don't... I, I think because everyone that auditioned, um, in the beginning, like Lil, she she plays Poppy but she auditioned for Bodhi. So I think they kinda just had everyone audition for Bodhi and they saw that, um, I was, you know The best fit. The best fit, but I also had auditioned for summer. I auditioned like I auditioned for a couple different roles. Um so I don't think they were looking for any specific, you know, look or height for all the roles and I like how diverse the cast is to um Yeah, they were were very, I assume they were very open with it because they had a lot of different people audition to see, you know, whose kind of soul and personality fit the role the best.
0: Now you say she, you fit in with her because she experienced a lot of stuff that you experienced. Mm -hmm. Do you want to, apart from the imposter syndrome, was there anything else that you think related you to that character?
2: Yeah, she, I mean, the first time I read that, like, they had a little character brief, um, which they always kind of give when you do an audition um so you can see how to play the, the scene, but she's very spiritual and I'm like a big like manifestation kind of like I believe in like the universe and all that kind of thing. Um and, and she that was like the the first thing that was like kind of in her character description was that she was just like a spiritual like girl and she um you know, like a bit of a hippie. Yeah. Um so that was yeah, just like so many things I read and she's kind of like the, she was the peacemaker of the group. And I feel like I'm not a very like confrontational person. Um, And just, yeah, like I I was so excited because I just felt like it was right. And I felt so connected to her right from the first audition Um, and just so many similarities in, in, you know, me and her.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We spoke a little bit about, um, you, you spoke a little bit about sometimes your height has been, Mm-hmm. A bit of a make and break, make or break, uh, for some other roles. Can you give us some examples of that?
2: Um, well, yeah, I think like a lot of the time you're playing, you know, someone's daughter, or someone's, you know, sister or whatever, and um, you know, it's. I mean, it can happen, but it's not usual to see, you know, a daughter who's, you know, five ten and the mum's five two. You know, it doesn't really. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think like. And, and a lot of the time I'm playing younger than I actually am as yeah. well. So, you know, you're not really going to see a 13-year-old who's my height. But um, that was actually a thing for Bosch and Rocket as well. That's why I didn't audition for that one because I was like, um, originally it said that she was 12 and I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't look like I'm 12. Um, but then they were like, oh, it's fine, just audition anyway. And um, then I didn't, I only did one audition for that and i booked it and oh my god that film was incredible like that i think that was probably like seeing it all come together and it's a true story and it's like incredibly heartbreaking but um so so incredible and that was it's it's so weird all the ones i say no to in the beginning <laughs> all the ones i turned down i should just start saying no to every audition um but those are the ones that i end up um getting and yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that is. I always like have a little second thought about it, and then I'm like, oh, okay. We'll so you give you're it a go.
0: A, you're a twelve year old in Bush and Rocket.
2: Well, originally, yeah, that the the characters were like twelve or thirteen, but I believe Tyler, he's the director. He changed it so. You know, I could be...
0: So, just so you could be in it.
2: 15. No, no, no. no. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, changed like change the character and made her, like, 15. But the, the ages aren't too, you know, too much of a big storyline. You don't really, like... They yeah. never say how old they are. It's kind of just like that um, young teenager, yeah. kind of, like, first love kind of age thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, is it a, a Bosch and Rocket? I actually haven't heard of it. There mm-hmm. you go. Yeah. yeah. So, what what is Bosch and Rocket? You said it's, it's just been released in cinemas here.
2: Yeah, it was in cinemas, um, and now it's on DVD, which yep. is really cool. And I think it might be going to cinemas in America too, which is cool. Awesome. And it's just been like, I mean, it's Tyler's true life story, and it's um, it's a lot. Like watching it, I always feel like my heart just like <laughs> like hurts for Tyler and 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 the character Rocket, and in, in the story, his name's Rocket, and um, yeah, it's like a father and son story, and. Um, You know there's a lot of like um topics like drugs and like just like the really just rough like australian upbringing that tyler did have and i felt incredibly lucky to be um a part of this story and and you just felt it like i feel like when it is a true story and it's someone's life you feel that energy on on set you know everyone just wants to take care of it everyone wants to do a good job because it's real and it happened and they want to you know, tell the story as, as accurate as possible. Yeah. Um, and Rasmus, he plays Rocket and he's just incredible. And I think like, I always think he's going to be like the ne- like the next Heath Ledger or something. He's just like so talented and, um, yeah, really did an incredible job carrying the, the film. Yeah.
1: Cool. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Um, so we've got You've done uh and Rocket, which is out at cinemas, uh, Surviving Summer on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said you also had a role on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Uh, big shot.
2: Yes. I, um... That, okay, so that was... It was interesting because I had auditioned for a different character in the beginning and, and got kind of right down to the final stages of that. And then I didn't get that one. And I was like, oh, gutted. Like, I always... I feel like... When I, when I get so close to a character, I just, like, really love them. And, yeah. if, and it, I, like, develop them as, like, a person in my brain and I just, like, want to hear from them and, like, you <laughs> no. know. Um, and so when I didn't get that, that was, like, oh, just just terrible. But then a few months later, um, they were like, oh, there's this other character that – because they, they'd really liked me, but I just must have been right for the character or too young or whatever. Like, I lived in Australia. It just didn't work out and – they were like, oh, there's this other character, Kate. You know, she's Australian. And I was like, sign me up. And literally, like, a week later, I was on the plane to L.A. And that was my first experience in America. Um, well, not not ever, but, like, filming something. Yeah. And it was just so different. And it was, like, in Hollywood. And it was just, like, that's the experience that when you think of acting, like, you think of... Yeah. And I got to work with John Stamos and, like all these incredible girls that were on the basketball team and you know I played basketball when I was younger both my parents played basketball um and so it all just felt like full circle and like oh like maybe that's why I played (laughs) basketball when I was young because I was meant to do this um when I was older and yeah that was so much fun and just like Disney Plus is really really cool and seeing that that just came out um a week ago I think and it was really really cool and just like different to Surviving Summer as well like it was a TV show Yep. but just completely different vibes and a different experience and I'm very grateful hopefully we'll get another season of that
0: so you when you're cast for these things because mm-hmm. how, how long is the lead up to when you complete filming to when it's actually released on Disney Plus or Netflix
2: um I mean it really depends
0: and the cat's back
2: <laughs> I think it really depends for um
0: let me just redirect
2: this <laughs> 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 um <laughs>
0: lost that again so uh yeah so how long is i guess yeah take two and <laughs> sure. so how long is the the time between when you complete filming to when it would be released on netflix or disney plus
2: um well yeah for each kind of production it's different i mean surviving summer it like we we finished that um maybe may of 2021 and it came out june june What? Like it took over a year to come out. And we were all like, we didn't really hear anything for a long time. We were just like, oh, like, when's it coming out? We had no idea. Um, And we were also excited to see it because we hadn't seen it, hadn't heard anything really. So that kind of took over a year. But um, Big Shot was, I filmed that in May this year and, you know, it came out in October. So that's not too long. Yeah, yeah, it really just depends. And um, I'm sure they have some sort of reason that they, take the amount of time that they do and um yeah it just depends for each individual thing and what the needs are and you know some things are harder to edit and they have to add special effects and you know yeah. get adr and things like that all these you know other things added after the you know four months of filming um so yeah
0: I and mean, i guess mm-hmm. with netflix they'll probably have like a, a time schedule where they can add you into their platform and everything like that yeah as well.
2: yeah i think yeah, I heard a lot of stuff about that, and we had to do ADR for all 10 episodes, and then they also had to get it, um, like, our voices dubbed in, like, all these different languages and all this stuff. So, I mean, I understand why, you know, it can take a long time because, you know, they have to add the music and just coloring. and Yeah. I can't even imagine, like, I always just wonder how they edit it because... And the
0: money involved in that as well. Yeah. Which I guess you don't need to really worry about on your side. You just get paid to do your <laughs> Yeah,
2: time. I don't really. But
0: like all the money that would be involved in hiring, like all these 20 different vocal translators. And... Yeah. Mental. Crazy. I assume it
2: would be a lot, but I have no idea. Did they
0: release all 10 episodes at once?
2: Of Surviving Someone? Yeah. Yeah, that was all released at once, which I was so glad. And we had a, um, a viewing party with the people that were in Australia, like some of the cast that was in Australia. And um, that was really cool to just all be together again. And it was the first time I was seeing a lot of them in like over a year. Yep. Um, and yeah, they, they just released all 10 episodes and we stayed up all night and we watched it and we were just like laughing and like just remembering all these, you know, crazy memories that we had from that time. And
1: reliving all the bloopers. Oh my
2: gosh. Yeah, so... <laughs> I actually wonder because there was so many bloopers. I think we had a wrap party you know what's weird they had a wrap party and they showed us the first episode and we knew we had to wait over a year before we saw the <laughs> rest of them um and then they showed us the blue for real and there's like oh my god there's so many like me like tripping up the stairs and like just falling flat on my face and like for some reason so many people just fell over on the beach i think it's because they were running with surfboards and then the the leg wraps would get like caught around yeah. and then just so many blue fits, and I, I really wonder where they all are because I know that there was not five minutes worth. I know there was at least like a couple hours. There,
1: there's a back room with some film. Yeah. Oh, it's
2: just like packed. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot, a lot.
0: They should really release it because a lot of the time, seeing that makes you want to watch the show. Yeah, you're like, wow, these guys are funny. I like them. Let's yeah. see what the show's like.
2: Yeah, I wish they would. Um, I have a video of it. But
0: oh, excellent.
2: I do. <laughs> I have a video of the screen. Um. Yeah, everyone was just like, "Oh, cracking up,
0: dude!" I know we relate back to it, but I mean, it is sort of your your big, shining thing at the mm-hmm. moment. How long did it do they teach you to surf?
2: Yeah, we had oh, it was incredible. We had a boot camp um, at this wave pool in in Melbourne called Urban Surf and it's basically it's really good to learn because it's the same wave every single time because it's mechanical yeah so you can just really get your technique and we had these really cool surf coaches um me and Sky were the only ones who really really had to learn because Lil was incredible so was Kai so was Joao. like they were really good surfers um but me and Sky we had to learn how to even stand up I mean she's she's better than me I think um I don't know she was she was really good at it but Yeah, it was cool. We did that for around a month, like probably three times a week. And we had like two hour sessions, but like split in half, and we'd have a little break. And they just really started from the beginning, and we were actually pretty good by the end. Like, I felt like I was like, um but yeah that was really fun and i, I still want to surf um like i want to go to the beach soon and hopefully actually do it because <laughs> I, ha- I haven't in a long time my mom got me a surfboard but um hasn't had much <laughs> much use getting a little dusty so we'll have to break it out soon
1: make it a hobby yeah because
2: yeah. <laughs> it's really good like it's an incredible feeling to like stand up and just be like
1: <sighs> the first time you actually get oh yeah, yeah so yeah. we well, can uh wait a year and go for your first surf on the anniversary of the release oh oh yeah (laughs)
2: i want (laughs) to i want to have like lil take me surfing because she's really good yeah um so yeah
0: do you so are you now good friends with the like you see the cast you catch up like
2: yeah i mean we're all really good friends and as soon as we met there was like a really good connection in chemistry and i think you can read that on the screen as well like Oh, you know, the way that they're friends... They seem like they've been friends their whole life. Like, that was just us being... Like, we, didn't, we weren't acting. We were literally just, like, all that close. And we loved hanging out outside of filming as well. And, you know, going out to dinner. And um, that was really good. And, yeah, I'm so close with all of them. I talk to them all the time. And, yeah, yeah miss them heaps. That's good. Yeah. Lifelong <laughs> friends. <laughs>
0: when you were filming... So, is there a lot of surfing... Of course, Surviving Summer... And, and the cover photo is on the surfboard. Mm-hmm. So, is there a lot of filming surfing components
2: yes and so we had um a surf unit and then just a regular unit and um basically when you weren't filming filming you were like in the car you're going to surf unit and keep in mind this is in victoria like about to be winter <laughs> freezing yeah, like know, literally yeah. just like I grew up shaking
1: <laughs> not a thing <laughs>
2: no it was like oh god it was really really painful and all sometimes
0: the, all the surf filming was done at that wave pool so no,
2: no, it was done in the ocean.
0: Oh, right. So yeah. so there would be some bloopers from that, right? Cuz you'd have different waves coming at oh you. Oh my god, yeah.
2: I actually sadly I had a surf double. What? so none of it's me. <gasps> like the paddling is me, but I <laughs> I had this really um incredible was surf she your double. Height? She was my height. Um they just put her in the same wetsuit. Her name's Kobe, and she's like incredible. I follow her on Instagram and I see all her like Surfing, and I'm just so jealous. I'm like, oh, I could do that, it's easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it, none of it was me. It's all a lie. Um, I think there was like one thing, and you can see me stand up, but I, I probably fell off the wave <laughs> after. But also, we learned like we, we learned how to surf on these really long boards, and then we got there and they gave me a board that's like this big. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know how that's gonna go, babe. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so I, I tried it, but um, there's definitely lots of footage of me yes right that's so
0: we'll, we'll have to watch and pay attention to the surf scene and be
2: yeah like, you might be you might be able to tell like if you know but yeah. like, they did such a good job like they, i think face. she even had like a little wig like they put a little <laughs> like wig in her hair to make it curly um yeah but yeah so they did a good job but maybe if you know now you can watch out for it and that's like, cool that's not, so <laughs> <it's> <laughs> not <laughs> spot yeah then.
0: so <laughs> you've done surfing yes netflix basketball mm-hmm. disney plus yes um are you on sort of ndas until they're released like you can't go around telling everyone what happens or um do they not care about that with film and tv oh
2: like you wouldn't post about it on social media but i like i mean i always talk about it like with my family and yeah. like my my best friend i'll tell her like what's going on and like but you know I, i've never post on social media i'm very like cautious about that and like everything i say like i'm say this like like before i go like with interviews and stuff i'll just be like oh am i like like ask mom or like my agent like what what am i actually allowed to say because and and people are so good at finding out stuff too like Mm -hmm. fans like if you post like one little thing they'll be like oh this means that and they'll like connect the dots and i'm just like i'm not saying anything (laughs) so yeah you have to be very careful but there is like in the contracts you're not meant to say a lot of stuff um
1: and then there's people like Tom Holland. Yeah, I was, oh, about, he... to, I was about to name drop Tom Holland. I
2: really Holland, wonder, yeah. because i it's like shocking. How he doesn't
1: get fired. It's
2: shocking. Like, it's really, I mean, I, it can be so hard, but he's just, he goes like over the top with it. Like, he's, like, saying the whole names of the movies and stuff. Yeah, I mean like... and there's
1: whole interviews where he's talking about scenes in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, like, where they and then, go into space. And you know, <laughs> people are like... Argh.
2: Yeah, the castmate's, Tom, like, mate, kicking stop. him. <laughs> kicking like,
1: they him. can't do anything
0: because it kind of has a positive outcome. Yeah. Like, people with love him. him more and then they yeah. love the movie
1: more. It's like... just a charm with Tom when he does yeah. something stupid <laughs> like that.
2: No, it's um, never been bad for him, but no. I assume as a castmate sitting next to him, he'd be like...
0: Yeah. Yeah. I keep jumping on, like, shut up. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I guess your inspirations, though, Jennifer Lawrence.
2: Yes, Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. I am like obsessed with her. I want to literally be Katniss in the Hunger Games. Like, that's my dream role. Yeah, true. That like physicality that you'd have to develop, and she's just like, have you guys seen the movie Mother?
1: No. Yes. Yeah, I've seen oh. that.
2: Isn't it insane? Yeah. Mm. It's insane. I yeah, I recently watched that, and she's like just like a maniac yeah and i don't know because you see her like her interviews and she just seems like a funny just like chill person but then you see her and it's just like hysteria she is just like and, and she actually is one of the people that um you know she said she was just so beyond messed up from that movie and she can't even watch it
0: yeah she
2: can't watch it and she had yeah. to like go into another room after scenes and she couldn't like see anyone and films like that like that film is really really crazy um so it's terrifying it's it's i can't i don't think i could see it again i kind
1: of want to do (laughs) it just like push yourself experience push yourself to
2: see if you could but
0: i think being as well similar to that being in anything written and directed by emma shaman would be an incredible thing to experience as well like Mm -hmm. if you've seen split and glass dude and yeah
2: split was incredible like, see, I don't understand how people come up with that. Like, some people's brains are just so, like... Yeah,
0: it's all he does. Yeah.
2: It's crazy. Or, like, Jordan Peele. Mm. His Get Out and, and Us. I recently watched Nope as well in cinemas, which I found pretty confusing. Yeah, yeah there's, there's just some yeah. directors who are just, like, would be a dream to work with. But, yes, Jennifer Lawrence, she has done some of the roles that I just see myself in, and I see, like, that's... This is why I'm doing this. Like, I want to do that.
0: And an up-and-coming one who is now well and truly in zendaya as well like she was in a few tv series which were really dark about drugs and everything
2: euphoria euphoria's one of my favorite shows
0: and then boom here she is now in Mm spider-man like yeah yeah
2: she's killing it and i mean she has such like you know she started off on disney channel and now she is doing these like winning emmys for these like crazy scenes to act in euphoria where she's you know on drugs or she's and she's just like nails it every time and just like makes you cry and like makes you like just like speechless at the end of it
0: so i guess surviving summer you said no to but you got it and then a few (laughs) other roles you said no but you got it what is your ideal role like what would you love to be a lead in that like a movie concept
2: um yeah i think like i really am leaning further towards movies like i think that's kind of what i want to end up doing but just films that feel special and in a role that feels um it represents a group of people that aren't represented a lot or just yeah like with with Katniss it, like not that she like not that that's like a real real person that or like meant, you know it's dystopian kind of thing but that you know I see like I always look up behind the scenes and um that you know she had to do fight scenes and then all that choreography and she trained and also, like, Maze Runner. Like, I, I really... Like, I, I guess that's kind of the movies that I love the most. Yeah. So when you think, like, oh, like, what do I want to do? Like, I'd love for, you know, another generation to kind of grow up and see, like, movies that I'm a part of and be like, that's why I want to act. Um, yeah, just movies that are hard. Like, I want to feel challenged. Okay. Um, and I don't ever want to feel comfortable acting. Like, obviously feel yeah. comfortable on the set, but, like, mm-hmm. you know, you want to feel... Like you're pushed to your limits to, to be able to do that role, and it kind of stays with you for a while. That's the the thing. So I like, a, do. like an action
0: thriller, you'd rather be in than like yeah. a rom-com.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I would. Like, I'm open to kind of anything, but my dream is that kind of movie that leaves you with something. You know, you you leave the theater and it's not just like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, you want to be like thinking about like life. I love when you like leave a theater and you're just like. And it just, like, changes, like, the way you think about so many things. That's the kind of thing I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> what would you
1: do? Oh, man. Um, whenever someone asks me this question, like, what's one role that you'd want to do, if you could only choose one, uh, it's, it's always very difficult, but... So hard. I always tend to land on um, doing a... Um, a tv series like something like the office
2: oh okay. really
1: yeah or like brooklyn 99 yeah because i feel like being a part of a project like that would be such an amazing experience mm-hmm. um you know, doing even if it's just like one or two seasons just becoming like a family
2: mm-hmm.
1: with a, a large group of other creatives would just be yeah well it's a lot of opportunities for that
0: at the moment it's, yeah everything's coming to the Gold Coast and Queensland to get filmed now yeah
2: there's so much stuff here now really something
0: good. in um, near QUT the other day mm. the big Disney Plus TV series that was filmed out this outside of QUT the other day I don't even know what it was oh, really? called yeah but a few of my mates were walking past there and they had it all cordoned off and, oh. yeah
2: it's always cool to like walk past and see it like from like kind of the outside and then you wonder what it'll be like when it turns out but Yeah, it, like Elvis that was filmed on the Gold Coast have you guys seen
0: I haven't seen it. I know at least nine friends that are weird extras in it. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah,
2: that was incredible. I've seen it like three times. I'm watching it again tonight, actually. <laughs> um, but I'm in love with that. And Austin Butler, he's so good. Bosch and Rocket actually got nominated in the same category as Elvis for um, the AACTA Awards. Um, I think it's like the sound like the the sound category okay um which is really cool and like you see like elvis and Washington Rocket. and i love elvis so i was like oh my god i can't believe we're in the same category <laughs> yeah. yeah it's very surreal yeah because
0: <laughs> elvis is like you know, like high end so oh, stepping yeah. up to that standard wise that's amazing you're
1: yeah. a contender for best actress
2: yes i am yeah and, and it's weird like i see so many people that i've um looked up to in that category and i'm just like I just I, I always feel like in my brain like I'm just like a 10 year old kid and then I realize that I'm like not really anymore um and just seeing like yeah you know, Margot Robbie and and there's this girl Olivia de Yong and she was Priscilla and Elvis and I'm like you know like right next to their names in the in the thing when you can vote and I'm just like everything it just feels so like overwhelming I don't even want to think about it too much but I'm um, very grateful for that I was just like me and mum were just freaking out
0: yeah how does that feel i guess on in your mind where you're always like oh i love her i wish i could be like her Mm -hmm. and then now you're nominated the same as her
2: i i can't even like (laughs) put it into words i just remember i i kind of just like looked at mum and i was like what like it just doesn't even feel real and i can't um I feel like I can't really comprehend a lot of the things that are happening right now. It all feels too big to even be like, that's me. Like, that's happening to me right now. Um, but I'm just grateful. Like, all I feel is gratitude when I see those nominations and when I see these things coming out or when I book an audition. It's just, like, just so happy and grateful that, like, my life is turning out the way it is and, like, all the hard work is kind of, like, really coming together. It's yeah. like, so exciting.
1: So next up, you're crossing your fingers for another season for uh, Big Shot.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and you filmed a movie in Melbourne for...
2: I did. ...Universal
1: Studios. We can't say the name.
2: No, we can't say the name of it. That was like a year ago. Um, and it was really cool. It's like a... Um, I'm sure I can say a little bit about it because it's, it's probably coming out pretty soon. But yeah, it's a, um, a live action of a... There's a cartoon in it and like it's a live action of it, um, which was really fun and I felt like it, it was good to just, my character, she was a little younger and just to play like that younger kind of character and uh, uh, like the, the cast was a bit younger and um, it was good to just feel like a kid for a second and um, very you know comical and lots of like gags and things like that. And it was just um, such a cool experience and very different. and we had an incredible director who's worked with so many people, um, you know, like that I love, like he's worked with Zendaya and Jim Carrey and like all these people and just being surrounded by him was cool. And he had such a good energy with all us kids on set. Um, so I'm not sure when that's coming out. Um, but.
0: So you had like a, so there's an animated creature in it as well. Yeah. What's it like interacting with something like that?
2: Um, you feel a bit crazy, yeah. Like you feel a bit like, oh my god, what am I doing right now? But they had um, they had him kind of like three D printed, I suppose, and they'd put him around and like on so, a stick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like if you had to like follow whatever, you'd they'd like put like a golf ball and like put on a stick and move it. Um, <laughs> so you do feel a little bit crazy sometimes, but yeah, I'd never done anything like that, and I'm excited to see how um it'll look with us because we were, you know looking at nothing most of the time and just like kind of interacting with them and then it'll be interesting to see how they make it look real and like we actually were like touching and whatever yeah
0: so i noticed in i know the real world pokemon movie Mm. if you saw it right at the end when they're all in this in the on the road like everyone's on the road Mm -hmm. and all their pokemon are next to them you can tell that they tried like, they tried to put, they tried. make sure the hands don't go through the Wasn't the best? Some of them you just saw, especially on the back, <laughs> where they're like, yeah, no one will watch that. No one will see. But we watched it in the hand. Like, it was through the Pokemon. And oh, really? Yeah, it was pretty yeah. funny. <laughs> I mean,
2: it's got to be so hard to do that, though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They probably just weighed up the costs yeah. of doing the editing process for every single True. one. and were just like, mm, nah. It's like, because...
0: Um, <laughs> I just love doing that in movies, especially when there's, like, the Garfield movie, I'm like, how many times is he going to pat him, but not really pat not him? Not really touch him, yeah. And, yeah. So I'll watch it. I'll watch yeah. the show when yours gets released, and I'll be like, is she going to put a hand through it?
2: Yeah, we'll have to see. <laughs> yeah. I, I love looking at stuff like that in movies, like, the little background details that, like, not many people yeah. kind of look at, or, like, you know, little inconsistencies, like, I love kind of, like, looking and seeing that. I find it, like, so interesting for some reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: that's cool um so you've got that coming up Mm -hmm. anything else in the works that you can talk about
2: um not that i can talk about i mean i've been auditioning and getting callbacks for a lot of things um right now some like dream roles that would be really cool and I'm, i'm really looking forward to um but yeah just for next year um when, when I'm 18, there'll also be so much work that will open up because when you're underage, they can only work you for like 10 hours or like, I think it might even be seven. Like, it's, it's just harder to work with you and they have to have like, they have to pay for my mum to come over and like all that stuff. So it's just a bit more of a hassle. Um, and there's also like roles that you can't play when you're underage. So I'm excited to be, you know, 18 and so many more things will open up and different opportunities and... Yeah, it's just gonna be it's gonna be a whirlwind next year. I can feel it. Yeah. Yeah, I do have a few projects, and I'll be over in the states working too. Um, a lot more, which is really really cool. Looking forward to it. (laughs) That's so
0: cool. Yeah. What advice would you give to people who are currently the younger you who really want to make this their lifelong dream and career?
2: Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I think I would just say like we were kind of talking about this before, but, you know, if you really feel passionate and it's something that, you know, you can't stop thinking about, um, then really all you can do is try. Um, And it can be so discouraging sometimes getting told no. um, But, you know, if there's nothing else you feel like, you know, makes you feel the way acting does, or even if it's something else, you know, like singing or sports or whatever, um, and no matter, like, what people are telling you, you just have to really try and also know like that nothing that's meant for you in this life will pass you by um so if it's meant for you it'll be and you like you just really have to put trust like i I say this because i believe in like the universe and things kind of coming just because they were meant to come and not because you had to force it or whatever um so yeah just know that anything that's meant for you will be and um just just try just try your best just try yeah That's what I would say. It feels so much easier to say than to like do and and really believe when it does get hard. You can just be like, oh, I don't wanna do it anymore. Like it's not working, but just give it one more chance. That's what I'd say, give it one more chance.
1: And then one more after that.
2: (laughs) And then another one after that, yeah. Always gotta give it one more.
1: (laughs) So you've
0: got in here that you've got a bit of every different type of story to tell us. And you've also marked scary.
2: Scary. Yeah, I. I mean, I, I. Feel like I do have a lot of <laughs> <laughs> stories. Yeah, I'm just open to.
0: So I guess what is a time that has been quite a, like a scary experience for you in in the creative industry?
2: Um. Scary. I mean, okay. I'll okay. So I like, really, really terribly suffer with anxiety. Like, it's, um, like, a lot. And it, it sometimes I feel um, sort of, like, held back by it. But I remember this one time I had this audition and I was just terrified. Um, and it was a Zoom call and it was, like, one of the last rounds. And I literally stayed up the whole night just, like, throwing up because I was just scared and I was crying and like freaking out and I yeah I just uh, sometimes I let my anxiety really get the best of me but I think that's when I feel the most scared really is when I'm about to you know I have my camera set up and it's like three two one and then you have to you know that person and switch is, on yeah and that person is going to decide whether you have this opportunity or not so you just have to give it your best but yeah that that those are the most scary moments for me and and even just like speaking in public can be really scary, um, and it you know for some people that seems so easy, but those have been the most terrifying and, and moments that just literally make me sick, literally make me sick to my stomach. Um, and it's something I'm trying to get better with, but um, I still find you know simple things you know that could be really easy for someone else. It's very scary. Even auditions, you know, I do a hun- you know I've done hundreds and I'm terrified every time. But you've got to do it if you want it.
0: don't know if you can tell, but I have very, very bad social anxiety. Really? Yeah. Oh, really?
2: <laughs> quite well. I couldn't tell. So,
0: and I'm a ring announcer, so I ring announce oh. Muay Thai nights um, pretty much every weekend. Um, do you still feel... I, unless I have a microphone in front of me or in my hand, I will try not to talk to anyone. Um and I'll be very anxious Mm -hmm. and very awkward. Whenever Siobhan and I go out uh, Mm -hmm. with her friends or with even my friends, I'll sit there in silence and she'll talk the conversation because I'm just not comfortable. Um, I love being there and I love listening. And Me
2: I too. Love, yeah. I, re- I relate to you 100%. Yeah. Like, everything you're saying right like,
0: now. And, and some people find it off-putting. They're like, oh, he's on his phone. He doesn't want to be here. Why is he even here? But it's like, no, I'm i am enjoying sitting here. I'm enjoying listening. I'm just trying to process what you're saying and focus. And Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I love just, like, people watching. Like, I'd really rather sit in a conversation and just, like, observe you and, like, listen to what you're saying. Like, I'm a really good listener because of that. Like, I just like kind of taking in your story. But also, I don't even... Like sometimes i don't even notice like i don't even feel the need to talk and then they're like oh like why haven't you said anything and i'm yeah. like
1: yeah oh like i uh, haven't I,
2: I, like <laughs>
1: i get that all the time i remember once after one of our recent shows um we did the show and then afterwards we had the cast sort of just linger uh, mm-hmm. ming- mingling with
2: yeah.
1: um uh, the audience and I, w- I was sort of sitting down mm-hmm. and being a part of the conversation that's happening um between one of the other cast members and three or four of the audience members um and one of the audience members turns to me and says oh you you don't say much
2: oh i hate (laughs) that comment i was like yeah
1: like i know the character that i was playing was very like extroverted but like me myself Mm -hmm. like i'm just i'm just happy to listen and you know be part of Sort of why you came
0: on here as a host as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. no, I. <laughs> so, yeah. That that's the worst comment. Like, oh, like you don't say very much, or like, why aren't you talking? Like, oh, yeah, like,
1: why, why are you even
2: here? Like, I don't know what to say.
1: Yeah, oh, my... people always see performers, and then they think, oh, that person is so extroverted,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and then they'll go and talk to them, and they'll like.
2: A lot of time, it's the opposite. And it's mm. so much easier for us to be extroverted, playing a different character or yeah. like putting on a show like, and then masks. it literally is. Yeah. And then you kind of come off stage and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I put on a show this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, just it's like a, whose line is it anyway? Spin off. So I hired five improv actors oh, and we right. just put on a big show and yeah, we were talking it all through the show. And then afterwards I'm like, you guys just go out there with the audience. I'm just yeah. going to sit here alone yeah. and just be silent. And completely it can be exhausting. happy. It can be yeah. so
2: exhausting too to feel like my, my social battery gets mm. so drained, like talking to people sometimes, like yeah. especially people I'm not really comfortable with, and it's just like a lot.
0: Well, you have spoken a lot today, so. <laughs> Comfortability! <laughs> no, I'm, I'm comfortable right
2: now, but you know, just in an environment that you don't really want to be in, and you're just like,
0: we're just three socially anxious people. Just
2: yeah, guys. Whoa.
0: <laughs> <they're just> three <laughs> this is great. Look at
2: us. <laughs> wow. I didn't actually know that about you. I didn't realize
0: yeah, that. Not it's many quick... people do. Unless you're with me in public and then you'll see it firsthand. But right. when I'm at work, when I do this, it's, yeah, I'm on the phone all day, every day talking to people for sales because mm-hmm. I'm a travel agent. All right. Um, but yeah, it's crazy because you'll do everything like this and then you'll get home or you'll go out with friends and they'll want you to talk, but you've just been talking all day. Mm-hmm. So you've got nothing you've left. You've got in nothing, there. no battery. Mm, yeah. yeah. Now, something I want to talk about because all the big shot celebrities, so which is going to be you soon, like a huge big shot celebrity. Oh. I'm so keen to go on your private jet. <laughs> what private jet are you going to get? Oh my God, maybe even your Lambo. I'm
2: Lambo? <laughs> I don't know if I'm a Lambo girl.
0: No, what, what, what's, your, what's your celebrity car going to be? like a porsche Ooh.
2: i feel like that's my kind of vibe i don't know we'll see
0: (laughs) so you've just had your recent stardom moment where someone's noticed you in the street
2: Mm -hmm. and
0: come up to you and i guess you know not they've interrupted you of course which Mm -hmm. you don't probably don't see it like that because you've been with your friends so how's that how are you gonna how are you gonna act when that's gonna start happening more and more regularly
2: i mean it's actually happened quite a bit yeah um i yeah I, I, I always feel I never feel like bothered by it like I, I do see videos of celebrities and I guess like after a while if you've been in the industry for like 15 years and you just want to go out and like get lunch and someone's like just trying to take a picture of you that would be you know I, I kind of understand that but I always just feel so excited and happy to meet them but then also that anxiety like I don't really know what yeah. to say to them I'm like oh like yes we can get a photo but then they kind of just stand there and I'm like
1: that's I don't know what I to know. say to you. Like I I'm so sorry. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't,
2: and I don't want them to think I'm like rude, and I don't want to be like, oh, I'm anxious. You know, like it's 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 a weird kind of line. Um, but I always just feel so excited and like, it's it's weird. It's like a, f- it's it's just like, unreal. You should be write. like to be like, you want to take a photo of yeah. me? Like I I kind of forget most of the time when I'm just walking around. Like I'm not thinking like, oh, that person knows who I am. or that. But like, so when they do and they come up, I'm like yeah i forget that i do that sometimes but um yeah
0: to be fair there's not many like near six foot girls no
2: yeah i'm sure i'm pretty recognizable (laughs) um and yeah actually a lot of people will be like oh like you're so tall because i guess like you can see it yeah on you know tv but when you see them in real life um they're like wow like you're actually really really tall i'm like yeah yeah. I am. Yeah. Um,
0: I'm just looking up at you at all. But yeah. No, <laughs> I, I think it, I think
2: it um, like catches a lot of people off guard. Like it happened the first time. I was like at each street with my friends and I think I got approached like 15 times. Like it was wild. I was just like...
0: Did it become annoying at that stage?
2: No. Like no. me and my friends, we were just like, they all thought it was really cool too. Yeah. They were like, just oh my God. counting the numbers, Yeah. Like... <laughs> and it also, it does make me... um. It's a bit, like, um, scary. Some Not scary, but, like, it does make me anxious because they'll stare at you yeah. for a long time. And I'm, like, I don't know why they're staring at me. And I'm, like, oh, like, like do I look weird? Like, yeah, what, like yeah, And then yeah. they're, like, oh, like, can we get a photo? But, yeah, there was, like, this group of girls one time and, like, you know, 13-year-old girls just, like, staring at me. And I'm, like, oh, my God, like, what's wrong? Like, what did I do? Um, and they just came up and asked for a photo but yeah you never know like why they're maybe looking you should at just you just
0: preempt that like anytime someone looks at you you should just go ask them for a photo do you, do you want a photo of me? yeah can you imagine <laughs> yeah. about and they
2: were like no <laughs> like who are
1: like, you like you've actually got
2: something on your shirt so yeah <laughs> you should can I take
1: a photo with you <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah no i never know but um maybe i should just be like yeah because you can you can start thinking like overthinking yeah, Why are they looking at me. Well,
0: that's everyone, right? Because especially being a female, mm. like guys, guys are such seeds, like oh, seeded, yeah. sleazy people. <laughs> like Sean tells me so many stories about guys that just watch her, like whether she's in the gym or whatever. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh like, yeah, just
0: to watch. Like, come on, guys.
2: Yeah, I recently, I was in um, I was in New York. Dude, it is wild. Like they have so much confidence. They just will like say anything to you, and then as soon as you. Are like oh no, they'll just like yell at you and be like oh you're ugly anyway. Like what? it's really funny. Oh like I, I find it funny, but it's just like they'll just say anything and like cat call you. And I'm like bro, yeah, come on, you want to go to jail? I'm seventeen. Like come on. <laughs> um so yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of that in America. I think people are just really confident in America.
0: Yeah. I don't so you so you're almost legal drinking age here. Yeah. And then but. As soon as, you, as soon as you turn 18, you're going to be in America know, and you can't even drink.
2: No, I'm not. I'm not. That's not a deal breaker for me to not be able to drink. I'm not really like, um, but yeah, I find it interesting that it is. But everyone in America does that Yeah. yeah anyway. Like you see all like the influencers at the, the little parties things. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big thing. Um, yeah. but no, not for me. It's not my, not my scene <laughs> really.
0: So I guess, yeah, when you are going to become that big star that your dream is it's uh yeah you're gonna have to set up like photos like appearances oh
2: people do like meet and greets I don't know I feel like I I just can't like I I don't fathom the thought that people want to like meet me or like know who I am yeah so I feel like I won't really do that unless you know like you're on a panel for like you know a movie or a show but I feel like me as myself wouldn't be like hey do you guys want to come meet me um, but you know, I'll, i think I'll always be happy to take photos with people because if you didn't have those fans and those people that knew who you were, you wouldn't. You wouldn't, have you wouldn't be. You know who you like. You wouldn't be recognized. You wouldn't. You know, be really where you are if you didn't have those people that supported yeah. you and, you know, followed you and followed what you were doing. Um, so I'll always be grateful to those people. Um, it really, like I don't know. It like irks me when when celebrities will just like be like rude.
1: But there's like, a lot of them i know and it's
2: one thing to say like oh no not right now i'm out with my family or like my boyfriend or whatever but to be like rude and like say something mean to them i just think is wild
1: yeah, yeah. and you could it, be
2: having a bad day but
0: i guess it depends on how they've been approached as well true Which nine times out of ten is going to be by someone running towards them with their phone out trying to take a photo very true yeah yeah, but yeah. how long until you get a, a pop vinyl made of you it's a pop so the things Zing in EV games have, it's like that box. Oh with, with the, the big head. Bubble. Yeah.
2: Oh actually wait, there was um
0: Is there one of you already? No, 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 no.
2: <laughs> but for um that movie that I'm doing, I think that I think they might be. Oh true. Maybe? Cause it's um
0: we'll have to get that set. <laughs> we'll have to get your, like, you like autograph I,
2: I will. I um if that if that happens, I don't know. But there's um because it's a it's a very famous I can't say the name of it but you would know it's um like Looney Tunes I think some Looney Tunes character um
1: don't give us too many hints. I know you guys will figure it (laughs) out you guys will
2: figure it out um but yeah I don't know there was like talk of it I know that there's already one for the character
0: okay cool um Yeah, don't say anymore.
2: No, you guys, yeah.
0: Yes, and then we get your pop
2: vinyl. We'll (laughs) start like a
0: big stand at Meyer or something and you just sign everyone's
2: pops. Oh my goodness. Like all the big heads. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, no. It was changed a lot though because John Stanis, right? He improvs. Yeah. And it was so like funny. Like he would change the, the line every time and I would just have to like go with it. Um, which is really cool. But I, I, having that like anxiety, I was like, Oh my God, like, I don't know what to say right now. Like, I don't know how to be funny because he's so like naturally funny. Um, like the first time I met him, he like rode his bike in circles around me and he was like, you are there you go. Right. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, you know, turning around trying to like follow him and yeah. Very interesting. He's, he's funny. He's like a little character. Like he is. Yeah.
0: (laughs) What was his line prompt?
2: He would say like, cause in the scene, I'm I'm playing basketball and he kind of spots me in the gym and he'd be like, oh, you know, he wants to get me on the team. So he'd be like, um, like, what are you doing next week? And then the next, you know, the next um, take, he'd be like, what shoe size are you? And then he just like, and I just have to kind of like roll with it. Um, but I find that kind of cool. Um, made me scared, made me a little like, ah. but <laughs> yeah, no, he was really cool.
0: <laughs> shoes yeah, he
2: would just say stuff like that
0: So that better will be John Stamos No So I just have to say something random <laughs> Yeah <laughs> like,
2: really, like I completely the, the only line I had in Here of the Monsters was just screaming That's the line I can remember hmm. So
0: Pretty easy line to remember Pretty around. easy
2: um, But I, I genuinely do like blank I, I can't tell you a single line
0: Okay, alright um, so yeah, so you've got some really big shows and you've named dropped the Looney Tunes coming up. <laughs> so I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um, is that, of course, when you receive your contract for that, is that going to be like on Disney, on Netflix, or is it just going to be a movie release?
2: Um, not a clue in the world.
0: No?
2: You really like, I feel like as an actor, a lot of the time you kind of just, you film it and then you're in the dark. Yeah, right. Like you'll do the ADR and, and sometimes hear how things are going but I think maybe in cinemas but cool. it'll probably be on some streaming um platform yeah. but that was yeah really cool yeah. and I've never had an experience like that one before it's interesting yeah
0: so has it happened already or has your, your part in that already been filmed
2: yeah it was or in I? Melbourne um it's actually weird I'm getting all like the flashbacks from my like year ago today things and I'm pretty sure I was leaving in like two days this time last year. Like I was yeah, about yeah. to go. Um and I I said no to that one too. I'm really noticing a pattern here, so I'm gonna get like an audition from Marvel one day, I'll be like no. And, and then, then I'll be like, it. maybe. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: Would Marvel be something you'd really want to get into? Um being a superhero?
2: Um, I just feel like once you're in Marvel, that's kind of like you're locked in. Yeah, like people look at you and you're like, oh, like that's Iron Man, that's whoever. Um, so, I, I mean, you know, never say never, and Marvel's incredible, and I, I have done a few Marvel editions and got close to a few, and it's, it's obviously very exciting, but um, I feel like that's very, once you're kind of in Marvel, that's all, but I'm, you know, if someone offered me a, you I'm know, Marvel. a Marvel movie, <laughs> I'm not going to say no, of course, um, but I'm really open to anything at this point.
0: Well, I mean, Robert, Robert Downey Jr. has been He's been able to sort of separate from Iron Man. I guess mm. all the kids these days know him as Iron Man. But, yeah. I mean, you've seen him in so many other great movies mm-hmm. um, that I can't name, of course, because all I think is Iron Man. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> there <laughs> are... um uh, Yeah, actually, I'm really trying to think of... Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: He's, he's been in a lot. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. That's the one. Yeah, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. That's a big one. Uh, but, yeah, so it's... I think that was, I do agree though, Marvel does sort of lock you in.
2: But it's a good thing to be, like, to be known as Spider-Man. That's really not a bad thing in Mm -hmm. any way. Um, But like Zendaya, she, but that's not like, she's not like the superhero. She's, you know, but.
0: She's the plus one.
2: Yes, she is. Um, But I don't think it's a, you know, it's not a bad thing to be seen as a Marvel superhero. Yeah. That's kind of anyone's dream. Um,
0: Not DC, just Marvel.
2: Oh, DC is pretty cool too. I mean, oh did you guys see the Batman, the new Batman movie? It
0: was in Ben Affleck or no Rob Robert Patterson. Robert
2: Patterson. He did Oh, what was your opinions? This
0: Clearly is the opposite to yours. <gasps> have seen it.
2: Really? I didn't it, I don't know. Were you like a big fan of like
0: I I preferred uh Christian Bale. No, I didn't. Yeah, no. No. Everyone loves their, like that's like everyone has their who's your favourite Batman.
2: I just love Rob. Yeah? I'm like, ever since Twilight, I'm Yeah, like you were
0: the Twilight I am, I am. <laughs>
2: I still am to this the day. The sparkly
0: vampire.
2: Yeah? <laughs> watch it. Um, but, yeah, no, I think he did a really good job. I also saw that, like, three times when I watched it on the plane.
0: Yeah, true. Do you watch it again because you love it, or you watch it to sort of learn as well?
2: I think every time you guys can really relate to this as like performers and stuff. Every time you watch something, you like look for different aspects. Like sometimes you'll listen and like, you know, you'll, you'll hear the, the kind of score more in a certain time you watch it or you look for like the background or the cinematography or just the acting. Like I like watching it and, and specifically being like, all right, I'm going to focus on this or like this person's performance. Um, and yeah, it all, every, every time I watch, you know, something I love, it changes. Um, which is cool. I, I love films that aren't the same every time, and you learn something different every time you watch them. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that was one because it, it was so long and it was so intricate, and there were so many little Easter eggs in it. Um, I love films like that. It really just like gets my like brain going. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. That's why I love Marvel because like every movie has like thirty five things you probably didn't see in oh my this God, movie. Yeah. And how, like, whenever a new movie comes out, you'll go and you'll rewatch like, the first Captain America, the first Mm -hmm. Iron Man, and you'll see the reference. Yeah. Like, something you would never know to look for. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's That's very
0: cool. I love movies.
2: (laughs) Dude, yeah, like, and going to the cinema. Yeah. Like, that's my favourite thing to do. Like, I, I feel like I get distracted if I'm just, like, sitting at home watching a movie. Like, I'll just go and do something else or whatever. But sitting in a cinema is such an experience because you can't
0: be on your phone you can't have those can't. exterior distractions
2: it's just dark and it's just the movie right there and it's the best it's my favorite place to be yeah yeah
0: It's probably why you love being in it as well how maybe. many times are you gonna go and watch your own movie maybe like when it comes
2: out I, I only went and saw Bosch and rocket once yeah in the cinema but i'd seen it a bunch of times before then so maybe that's why um but yeah it is weird actually seeing yourself and i remember mm. after i came out of Bosch and rocket this dad and his daughter they were like they like looked at me and they were like 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 i um, shocked that I guess I was there like that'd be weird to look up and then like see them sitting next to you um and yeah they were just like crying because it was it, the movie is so incredibly incredibly sad um and they were just crying he was like can I please get a photo with you and I was like yes of course and like I talked to them a bit about it and it's cool to see the effect that movie's have on people especially something you're a part of and something that you hold so close to you yeah um and to see that it's affecting people and and teaching them things or showing them i don't know like things about themselves maybe that they're recognizing i don't know it's it's really surreal to see that yeah
0: yeah yeah sweet
1: anything else from you good sir no i still haven't thought of an impression Oh, is that what you've been for? Is that what you've been so no. silent? <laughs> no, of course not. Well, thank you so much for coming onto the show.
2: Thank you for having me. This was a great first experience.
0: Yeah. So get ready. Fighters. Yeah, every podcast in the world is gonna have you soon and wanna to, wanna to have a chat to you.
2: No, I won't compare.
0: Ten years from now, I we'll have to have like a re- a <laughs> reunion. Yeah, like a <laughs> reunion.
2: <laughs> I will be back if you guys will have me. I'll be back. Of, of I'll have of a course. great time
0: yeah thank you so
1: much thank you guys thanks
0: for listening in head over to our facebook or instagram at whom podcast for
1: highlights and more see you all next week with another amazing guest